This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. This is not about freedom or personal choice, but our patience is wearing thin. They are children of the same foul spirit. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator. Enemies of the state. This stuff is satanic. That that's what's at the foundation of a lot of this stuff. I'm not I'm not supposed to take any questions. For a new world order, now within our reach. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. That's enough of that. Good morning. Welcome to the Removing Confusion podcast. I know it's been a while since uh, I chimed in, made my presence known. It's been a busy, busy bunch of days here. Things are going to start to slow down. It is Friday, January, June the 17th. We've got a lot to cover. And a very little bit of time to do it. For those of you out there that uh, have an area where you can plant a garden, do it. If you don't, go on YouTube and check out some of the alternative ways to do gardening. At least get some tomatoes and some squash and some peppers going. Because I'm going to tell you something. You, you, you're, you've been sold so many lies over the years you've been sold so many untruths the same thing as a lie isn't it you've been sold so many pipe dreams that it's all going to be good we don't have to worry about anything i'm going to tell you something uh this this is off the cuff uh stuff right off the top go to your grocery store one pepper one poblano pepper two dollars i believe it was two dollars and 43 cents maybe it was a pound they usually don't sell them by the pound. One green pepper, uh, 83 cents. 83 cents. Package of meat, $35. Who can afford to eat steak? Thousands of cows drop dead out in Kansas. Uh, they're claiming heat. And, you know, maybe that has a, an effect on some. But thousands of them. These people, somebody's killing the cows. I don't care who you, who it is or what they are or, or what, you know, that there's a rancher that, that basically, and I, I believe him, I believe he was uh, being honest in his assessments, but thousands of cows, you're talking, you know, these things are worth 2,000 bucks a piece or something. And that's just, you know, street value. Think about what a guy puts into it, the time, the effort. And yeah, sure, cows run run the field and whatever, but they also have to take them some grain and some food and upkeep on cows. I mean, come on now. Pay taxes on the land that they eat off of. Thousands of beef cows 
are dead today. And you can't use them for anything. They can All they can be do, done is destroyed. The growing season is a mess with all the rain we've had here in uh, this part of Ohio. A lot of farmers have just now gotten into their fields. And this is June, middle of June. We have temperatures yesterday in the 90s and today in the 90s. So it goes from rain, the temperatures go way up, and then they drop tomorrow down in the 70s. It's crazy. Is someone controlling the weather? That's what they say. We have one of the most corrupt systems I have ever seen in my life. I've got notes here that I don't even know how to follow. So we'll do the best we can. I've got some things I want you to hear. I wish you could see. We we replayed, uh, stepping back a little bit there, our uh, COVID-oriented opening. Some people may say, why does he keep changing the opening of a show? Because fluidly, things change in the world. Excuse me. So, you know, if the COVID thing fits, we'll use it. And if the crazy Biden thing fits, we'll redo one of those. But that one kind of covers it all. In there, you heard one of my favorite people, uh, Jason Whitlock. He says, it's satanic at its root. Now, he was... He was talking in generalities of the, how these people are acting. He was talking about BLM riots and stuff. But I want to tell you something. something. Something made me write this. You know, it's like seeing Auschwitz as a backdrop. Now, is that the, maybe it should be the title of the show. We'll, we'll, we'll try to work on that. In the past few months, we've seen, uh, when the, first of all, let's, let's, have a, let's have a recap, five seconds. I recall back in the, 2016 debates between Donald Trump and Hillary Rotten Clinton uh, that um, he made it. He just made one of those off the cuff, you know, Donald Trump statements and said, you'd be in jail, you know, or something. <laughs> I just remember it was awesome. And she had a fit. The news media that is, so complicit had a fit and you notice you know one of those debates was moderated by the oh no wait was was it clear back then anyway chris wallace was in there somewhere and then fox finally ousted him somehow anyway after he made that statement it was worldwide news oh he's gonna be like a banana republic he's gonna go around and and arrest all the uh, political op- opponents that he has, kind of like Zelensky did in Ukraine. That's right. A pregnant pause for a second. When he took over the government of Ukraine, he had his political opponents arrested. Trump didn't do any of that. Now, he made the statement. He, there's no doubt it was on film and you know, he, he just, that's Trump. He says stuff that probably would be better off left unsaid, but he speaks his mind, and that 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 is kind of what put him out of office is people, all oh, his mean tweets, they scare me so badly. We have the most 
sissified population. I was talking about Jason Whitlock. I listened to his podcast. And he was talking about uh, basketball players, and you know how they, you know, we used to look up to guys like Pippen and and uh, Michael Jordan. You didn't care about their families. You you know they didn't make the spotlight. Now Jordan's father did because he was murdered down in North Carolina, and to this day I don't know if they ever find out who did it. But uh, you know the, the but the family was you know the, what it, we just wanted to watch him play ball. It was interesting to watch him. And, you know, he was talking about a guy who uh, some kid tapped his mommy on the shoulder, and this guy had a cow about it. I forget his name. Chris Taylor or something. You know, I can't keep trying. I don't care about basketball for nothing. But he made a valid point that, you know, these guys are more interested in braiding their hair and going to the salon and having their nails done. These are seven-foot-tall basketball players, football players too, probably, you know, baseball players. These are athletes that are so, you know, into themselves, you know, and so insulated. They, they, you know, they're, they're matriarchal. The entire nation is getting that way. Like we're more worried about, oh, I got dirt under my fingers. I can't go out and garden. Are you kidding me? I'll get dirty. There might be a snake. Let me tell you something. I had a snake in my greenhouse. And I hate snakes. I tried to dispatch the little booger, but he was quick and he got away from me. So when I go into the greenhouse, now I stomp my feet because I always wear shorts when I go out. It's hot. And you're in a greenhouse, it's 25 degrees hotter. It's a small greenhouse, but it's it it does its job. So, you know... These people would probably pee down their leg and run for the hills. Oh, a snake, a snake. It's you know, actually the size of a big worm that I might go fishing with. You know, it was a gardener snake. But I'm a, a, a snake aficionado. I don't know their names. I just know that they have a death date if they get that close to me. Anyway, we have this really sissified kind of a, you know, government uh, industry, all these homos running around dressed up like drag queens and little kids holding their hands and going up and down the runway. It's disgusting. And the parents are right there with them. How is this happening in a country who claims itself to be Christian? We are no longer a really Christian nation. We are a nation with Christians in it. And if you are one of those, a true believer in Jesus Christ, let me tell you right now, watch your back. You think you'll be out of here and nothing bad will happen. Ask your friends and your brethren in Asia, in Middle East, in Africa. They might have been told that lie, too, that the rapture's coming. Jesus isn't going to let the Americans listen. God is a respecter of no person or no nation. I pray that we'd be out of here, but I know how I read the Bible, and we're not going to go into that anymore. I'm I'm really going to get on a rant. Seeing Auschwitz, 
in some of the things that are happening. I, I started out just giving you, a, uh, see how it happens, a recap of what t- Trump said about Hillary and how they all went crazy. But see, as a backdrop, what are we seeing now? Roger Stone, who used to work for Trump, arrested. Steve Bannon for worked for Trump, arrested. These are serious guys. These aren't some uh, fly-by-night reb- rebellious Republican, you know, white supremacists. These are older guys, too. I mean, Stone's in his 70s. I'm not really sure how old Steve is, but he's getting up there. He's my age, at least. Peter Navarro. Dr. Peter Navarro. He's a doctor of professor of law, I think. Arrested because he he claimed executive privilege instead of going to this insane and ridiculous waste of our taxpayer money, the January 6th committee. Headed up by, I don't know what that one dude's name was, a black guy with a beard, he's a Democrat, I see. I watched only the clips that they showed on the news. I'm not gonna sit there and watch this fallacy un un royal before me. And you know, usually I, I bite the bullet because I do a podcast. And I say, well, I guess I have to at least watch what I can stand. And I'm gonna tell you something with this stuff that Tucker Carlson showed, the stuff that I've heard here and there, little bits and pieces. Did Laura Ingram and that? That's all I can stand. These people are evil. I will say what my friend, which I haven't met yet, so I'm just saying friend because I agree with him 99.9% of the time. Jason Whitlock said they're satanic. They're And, you know, there's guys that are afraid to say that. I'm not. I'll call them right out. You are following your father, the devil. Jesus said that to who? The religious leaders and politicians of his day. When you speak, you speak his language. He was a father of lies. Liz Cheney, the most disturbed and disgusting Republican we have, I think, in Senate. And there's probably a whole host more that are even worse. But right now, she's like the face of it because she's out there calling it all out on the uh, J6 committee. I'm sorry that I'm upset. I'll try to tone down. I don't want to be that guy. But some of this stuff is gross. Mike Flynn also arrested, right? All these guys got arrested by an FBI that is incompetent and complicit with the Democratic Party. The leftists, the guys who used to ferret out communists, are now lockstep with them, goose-stepping down our streets. Now, from what they say, Peter Navarro, Dr. Peter Navarro, he was, I forget what he was, he was a, you know, he was on Trump's cabinet. I forget exactly what his title is. I didn't write that down. I've listened to him on on Steve Bannon's uh, War Room show quite a bit. He's a very intelligent guy. He's a, He's a talker, but he's a very intelligent guy. He's not a, he's not a nut job. Um, where was I going? He says they didn't even read him his rights. Now, I, I have to say, if that if that happened or didn't happen, there may be 
some people working for the FBI with a little bit of sense, and they're saying, you know what, we got to find a way to unhinge this thing so that he doesn't have to stand trial. But here's the thing. And I'll only, only give you four of the people that were arrested. These are top dogs. And we've said this ever since the Mike Flynn thing, which, which went off four or five years ago, six years ago maybe. If they can do this to them, what can they do to you and I? That's the message. Don't try to stand up or we will squash you. They have the money. These guys, actually, Stone, Bannon, Navarro, Flynn, they have the money. They have backing. They have people all over. Because, they, hey, they can get lawyers like Sydney, uh, uh, whatever her name was. Good high-dollar lawyers, Rudy Giuliani. You know, what am I going to end up with? Public defender who's overworked. Not, not necessarily a bad lawyer, but overworked underpaid, tired. Constitutional protection is gone. No amendment is absolute. I played that for you the other day. In their own words, Biden says no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. He's talking about the Second Amendment, for the most part, the one who says you can have the right to bear arms and have a well-funded and well-founded militia. Constitutionally. So there you have it. But he says no amendment. So your freedom of speech is gone. That's why they want to start the Ministry of Truth under Scary Poppins. My buddy Mike gave me that one. All right, I, I, if I keep going on this, I'm, gonna, I'm absolutely going to go off into space with fake anger. I'm trying to say that because I'm not really angry. I just get passionate, uh, and that happens. And, I, and I don't, like I say, I don't want to be that guy that's you know screaming and hollering and making noise just to make noise and, and be dramatic. That's, that's not where we're at. Uh, before we go on, let me go ahead and bring in my, uh, my sponsors. Step on Socks. Step on Socks. A patriotic company cares about the United States and the founding documents and founding fathers and all the founding everything. Good people, good Christian people. And they've tried to they've tried to squash these people individually in the past. Uh, there's stories that we cannot tell. But I'll tell you right now, they're good people, they have a good product, and they also sell some precious metals as well. The socks are awesome. Go to steponsocks.com backslash or slash whatever, removing confusion, to let them know you heard about Step On Socks here and not at the Stu Peters program. God bless you, Stu, if you're listening, but you're not. The Pentagon has admitted that they had bioweapons laboratories in the Ukraine. I'm sorry, just Ukraine, not the Ukraine. 
Now, we talked about this a while back as well. This is just a recap again. I, I, I read you some documents, and it's, you know, they were claiming at that point we had, we had official documents that said there were at least 11 bioweapons. I'm sorry, biolabs, not weapons labs, in Ukraine. Well, we have come to the administration finding out and pushing a little bit. The Pentagon admits there are at least 46 of them. The number kept going up. It was 11, it was 14, it was 30, it was 46 weapons labs in a, in a place that's, what, the size of Texas? And it's a good-sized good size chunk of ground. So is the Russian aggression really all about NATO and the, and the encringing of their border with a NATO, another NATO nation? Or is it the fact that these weapons labs are all over Ukraine? Is that another reason? It could be a very good reason. You don't know what's going on in those places. They tell you one thing and they do another. Uh, I want to bring you to remembrance of a place called Wuhan, where they tried to tell you that a fish market full of bat guts and everything else caused COVID. But then we found out that it wasn't that at all. It was a Wuhan laboratory of virology founded and funded by Anthony Fauci. I I better play a clip just to (laughs) – we've got uh, this this, – the – COVID-19 injection injection mania thing is coming back to four. It kind of went away for a while. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. But here it is. Come back. Um, Yeah. Maybe not. I, uh, I sometimes. Oh, again. You know, your host, who's got got fallible issues as well as anybody, uh, wants to play you this anyway. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. This little bit is from the Greg Reese report. Greg Reese report. Uh, he just calls it the Reese report. I picked this up off of Brighteon, uh, video.com. The evidence of vaccine death and injuries is overwhelming to anyone capable of seeing past the mainstream media's hypnotic lies. The numbers tell us that the vaccines have already caused a 20% increase in deaths. Now we have a, r- a run rate of about 20% excess mortality. That's confirmed by... Uh, the CDC numbers, the funeral home numbers, and the insurance company numbers. And then somebody did an independent study I saw recently suggesting 20% is the number. So we're running at 20% excess deaths. And a 10% increase in disabilities. This is a stunning number. You're telling yeah. me that things been flat for five years of 29 million and all of a sudden out of the data, they got 3 million people are disabled out of nowhere? Correct. And now we are beginning to understand that this is just the beginning. Things are going to get much, much worse. Many of us have already seen the mysterious objects found in the vials of COVID vaccines. 
by two separate independent groups using electron microscopy. We are also familiar with the rising number of strokes, heart attacks, and other side effects experienced worldwide after the biggest experimental vaccination in history. And now we are getting a first glimpse of what is causing all this. Something in the COVID vaccines seems to be growing within the recipient's vascular system. Anomalous objects are being discovered in the dead bodies of the vaccinated by embalmers and coroners. Horrific things being grown inside the veins and arteries. These are not blood clots, and they appear to be some sort of organic material with small crystals and extremely thin wires made up of what looks like reptilian scales. This internal blockage growing within the vaccinated would certainly explain all of the deadly side effects we are seeing today. What the mainstream media is currently spinning as sudden adult death syndrome. We do not know what these things are, but they are being found by embalmers and coroners everywhere, except pretty much all of them are too afraid to speak out or they don't care. Only one has shown the courage to speak out so far. And this is the real tragedy. For those who remain silent, things will not get better. The FDA is poised to authorize these deadly vaccines to children as young as six months old. And humanity does nothing. Today, we want to provide an update on a topic that I know many parents and grandparents are focused on. The potential for the first COVID-19 vaccines for kids under five. We have waited a long time for this moment. Well, guys, uh, here's some good news. The Biden administration has finally announced a vaccine rollout plan for children under five, and they've ordered 10 million doses. That's great. Right now, kids are like, oh my gosh, we can finally meet up for drinks. Yep, as we speak, everyone in the lollipop industry is like, we're buying a yacht, here we go! You get a lollipop, you get one. It's very exciting to hear a four-year-old scream, Facebook told me Bill Gates controls the vaccines. You go, okay, shoot. Why should we deserve anything other than pain and suffering if we do nothing to protect our own children? Once those afraid of speaking out begin seeing their coroner tables filled with dead children, it will be too late. But it's not too late now. If you are an embalmer, a coroner, or a funeral director, and you are seeing these things, there is still time to save the lives of our innocent children. You can start now by contacting Dr. Jane Ruby at ProtonMail.com. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. I'm going to pause that for a little bit. we got a couple of other things that are on that uh, on that line there. But um, I, I, I know long clips can sometimes, oh, what's he doing? But these are interesting. These are necessary. This is information. You can tell people who decide, oh, you know, I, I got to get shot. We've been at it for two and a half years now with these shots, I think, somewhere in there. And we've found nothing that works, nothing in it that is redeemable, nothing in it that would say you need to have it. 
Yes, if you're older and you have a lot of health problems, you may think, oh, i got to do it because it's, I'm going to die if I don't. Not necessarily. Listen to me. Stop being afraid. Stop it. The Lord God, if you believe in Jesus, if you believe in God, says, I have not instilled you. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. I have not instilled you. I have not put in you a spirit of fear. Do you remember when Jesus was in the boat with his disciples sleeping while the storm raged all around them, and they became so fearful they had to wake him up? He said, you, 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 ye of little faith, why are you afraid? Do you think anything or anyone is going to take me away before my appointed time? Now, he didn't say that all in, in there, but that is the picture that we have to this day that God is going to protect you and I as long as we stay on the path. Now, there will come a day, perhaps, where we have to go home or we'll die or be killed. There's nothing we can do about it. But until that day, as long as you're in the will of God, you won't go home one second before. Now, you may say, well, what about some of these preachers that you talk about that died of the COVID? Look, a lot of that was just, again, they didn't go home one second before God. They were in, their, they were in God's will. They were doing, I mean, they were doing as, the, the will of God as, as best as I can see anybody. And they didn't go home one second before God wanted them. Let me carry on here. When people are vaccinated, they can feel this. safe that they are not going to get infected. Well, uh, well, see, again, here's the thing is you're not willing to be honest with the American people. So, for example, 75 percent of kids have had the disease. Why is the CDC not including this in the data? You can ask right. the question. You can do laboratory tests to find out who's had it and who hasn't had the disease. What is the incidence of hospitalization and death for children who've been infected with COVID subsequently going to the hospital or dying? What, what, are, what is the possibility if your kid has had COVID, which is 75% of the country's had COVID, what is the chance that my child's going to the hospital or dying? That's a big number. If you number. look at the number of deaths in pediatrics, Senator, you can see that there are more deaths of in people who have had it, of people who have had the disease. Uh, Senator, we also know from other studies that the optimal degree of protection when you get infection is to get vaccinated after infection. And in fact, showing reinfection in the era of Omicron and the sublineages, that vaccination... But you can't body- answer the question I asked. The question I ask is how many kids are dying and how many kids are going to the hospital who have already had COVID? The answer may be zero, but you're not even giving us the data because you have so much wanted to protect everybody from all the data because we're not smart enough to look at the data. When you release data earlier, when the CDC released the data, they left out the category of 18 to 49 on whether or not there was a health benefit for, for adults 18 to 49. Why was it left out? 
when critics finally complained, it was finally included because there was no health benefit from taking a booster between the 18 to 49 and the CDC study. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. Another question for you. The NIH continues to refuse to voluntarily divulge the names of scientists who receive royalties and from which companies. Over the period of time from 2010 to 2016, 27,000 royalty payments were paid to 1,800 NIH employees. We know that not because you told us, but because we forced you to tell us through the Freedom of Information Act. Over $193 million was given to these 18 employee, 1,800 employees. Can you tell me that you have not received a royalty from any entity that you ever oversaw the distribution of money in research grants? Um, well, first of all, let's talk about royalties. That's the question. No, that's the question. Have oh, you ever no, overseen, Senator, have you ever received a royalty payment from a company that you later oversaw money going to that company? You know, I don't know as a fact, but I doubt it. I well, well, here's the thing is, why don't you let us know? Why don't you reveal uh, how much you've gotten and from what entities? The NIH okay, refuses. Senator, Look, Senator. we ask them. We ask them. The NIH, we ask them whether or not who got it and how much. They refuse right. to tell us. They sent it redacted. Here's what I want to know. It's not just about you. Everybody on the vaccine committee, have any of them ever received money from the people who make vaccines? Right. Can you tell me uh, that? Can you tell me if anybody on the vaccine approval committees ever received gonna, any money from people who make the vaccine? Soundbite number one, are you going to let me answer a question? Okay, so let me give you some information. First of all, according to the regulations, people who receive royalties are not required to divulge them, even on their financial statement, according to the Bayh-Dole Act. So let me give you some example from 2000. 15 to 2020, I the only royalties I have was my lab and I made a monoclonal antibody for use in vitro reagent that had nothing to do with patients. And during that period of time, my royalties ranged from $21 a year to $7,700 a year. And the average per year was $191.46. It's, it's all redacted, and you can't get any information on the 1,800 Senator, scientists. Your, your time is so long. So we want to know Senator, whether Senator or not Paul. people got money from the people who made the manufacturing Senator Paul, vaccine. your time is long over expired. I gave you an additional two and a half minutes. The witness has responded. We are going to move on. Senator Sanders. Oh, yeah, the witness has responded. You know, he's the, uh, he's the vouted Dr. Anthony Fauci who... who told you I, I i slipped that little thing if you've been vaccinated you'll be safe if you've been vaccinated you'll be safe if you'll be vaxxed he's been vaxxed four times now we don't know if these guys actually take the real vaccine the mrna vaccines or not we'd have no idea but i can tell you this even there in that clip which is rolled out a few days ago or whatever he has covid that's right the wonderful double masking, triple va quadruple vaccinated Anthony Fauci, who said you'll be safe, has COVID. What good is it? Now, I'll tell you what doctors will tell you. I've had one tell me. Well, if you get the vaccine, you won't get as sick. 
and that's bled into the into the public. I've had people who were vaccinated who told me, I'm glad I got vaccinated. I'd have been so much sicker. You don't even know. You don't know what the vaccine and the real COVID bioweapon are going to do in your system. Are you going to create more antibodies to fight off further infection, or are you building up spike proteins to block your system and do as the Greg Reese report said? They're finding these unbelievable things inside people's veins. There's pictures of them out there. I request you go look at them. It's unbelievable. It's science fiction-ish, but it's happening right in front of our face. Following along, I I was listening or watching uh, Chip Roy, a Republican congressman from Texas. I think he said, Lookenbach, Texas. <laughs> Congressman Chip Roy, Texas, called the vaccine on on national TV, on a national, nationally watched by millions TV program, Tucker Carlson. He called it the clot shot. Let that sink in. You've probably heard me use that term. And it's not a original by me either. There's a guy by the name of John Moore, uh, the Liberty Man, thelibertyman.com. I, I would say go to his website, peruse through it, listen to his shows. If you can, he's on usually on Mondays with Doug Hagman on the Hagman Report, H-A-G-M-A-N-N. And he use that term all the time, the clot shots. And I loved it. I, I picked it up. I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use that as well. Because, you know, it fits. They, they, they've proven that the people get these blood clots and, and they go in your lungs, they go in your heart, into your brain. I forget what that crazy thing was that I talked with uh, Dr. Lee Merritt and Dr. Sherry Tenpenny about last year uh, that would, you know, get into your cerebrum and all this. I mean, it's just unbelievable stuff that has happened. That came from the J&J that was supposed to be safe. It wasn't even a mRNA vaccine. It was some other thing, and it did just as much horrible stuff. In the in that shadow of Auschwitz, what else do we see? You know, what what, what is going on here? Let's see, here's what the Nazis did, and they did it forcefully, which these people tried and, and failed. Now, up there in Canada, they're still pulling their, and they're going to do it down here again. You know, let's experiment on these humans because they're not humans to them. They looked at the Jews, the Nazis did, as subhuman, as the Slavs and, the, and the, uh, all the other people, Jehovah's Witnesses, Christians, whoever they could round up that was not pro-Nazi, they took to the camps. And we know more about the Jews than most, but... They completely almost wiped out the gypsies. They saw them as subhuman. So they decided, well, well, we got them here. We're not going to send them all to the showers. Let's sew things onto them. Let's inject things into their eyeballs and do all kinds of crazy. How How much potassium cyanide does it take to really kill a human? Whatever. You know, we'll just try it. Mengele did so many things. 
And then so many of those doctors ended up over here after the war, before the war was over, because we were interested in their experimentation. That's true. They would disguise those showers, I guess. I I saw a doc on it the other day. When the people came around the corner and there was the building to go into, they said, well, it's a, you're going to get a shower. It's, it's supposed to like replicate a Jewish bathhouse or whatever. Um, and it had this Star of David, you know, on the bricks all over it. They've actually, it, um, it was Birkenbau or one of those places over there, Sobibor. Uh, they have actually found some of those bricks because the Nazis tore these places down, except for Auschwitz, they did not. But they uh, they would put the Star of David up there, so they'd be feeling at ease. They'd have the you know the the guys playing in the little you know four piece symphony as they walked up to take their final shower. So what are we doing here? And it's it went worldwide, folks. Hey, you can get the vaccination for free. It's good for you. We don't know what it'll do because you are the experiment. And to incentivize it, let's say uh, around here, you you could be entered into a a special million-dollar state lottery. Different organizations gave out free, you know, $50 and $100 gift cards for your vaccination certificate or you know maybe free donuts for a year from crispy free fries up there in new york that idiot mayor that they had sitting there get these fries they're free free beer free hamburgers free all kinds of stuff free to incentivize you to go get the shot. Let me, you know, and like so many other things, let me talk about how that works. You know, the devil entices us to do things that we don't really want to do. We know that it's it's not what God wants us to do. It's called sinning. You know, get in there and tell, tell that dirty joke. Watch that pornography. It won't hurt you. It's good for you. You know, all this kind of thing. And, and, you know, oh, yeah, you know, this is pretty cool, you know, to hang out with these guys and maybe even drink a beer, you know. Sin is only good for a season, it says. So we need to be careful when they give away stuff free because it's only good for a season. Baby formula is off the shelves. Abbott's opened up their plant and then closed it again because of a contamination problem. Vaccinated women have been warned now from different sources not to nurse their children because whatever that mRNA crap is can also infect the child. Isn't that wonderful? I'm going to give you a little hint. This is what some older women 
that raised their kids in the 50s and 60s and such did. They would get caro syrup, which you can still buy, uh, how safe it may be with all the GMO corn junk in it, and milk or um, concentrated milk, a little carnation concentrated milk in a can. And they would uh, mix that up, make it warm or whatever, and that's what they used for their kids. So there's 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 a way, you know, if you know a woman who's having trouble finding the uh, stuff that they need to feed their children at that age, and they can't breastfeed, then they can try that. Caro syrup, a spoonful, and some carnation evaporated milk. I uh, I want to switch gears again and just go back to the old crazy Joe Biden. Remember years and years ago we had world leaders that when they spoke, they said things that were so relevant and they said things that were so uh, poignant that they've lasted all those years. i got a couple of little things for you here. Ah, this is not the end. Uh, it is not even the beginning of the end, Uh, but it is perhaps the end of the beginning. (laughs) We shall go on to the end. We shall fight in France. We shall fight on the seas and oceans. We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall defend our island, whatever the cost may be. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender. And if, which I do not for a moment believe, this island or a large part of it were subjugated and starving, then our empire beyond the seas, armed and guarded by the British fleet, would carry on the struggle until in God's good time, the new world, with all its power and might, steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of the old. Now, yeah, that was Winston Churchill in World War Two. You know, the first little bit there where he said, this is not the end, nor is it to be, uh, how he said, this is not the beginning, this is not the end, this is probably the beginning of the end, was right after they won uh, North Africa. Al Alamein. Then he went on with the uh, famous one that we hear so much, you know, we shall never surrender. That's the way we need to be. We need to never surrender, never give up. You know, those were good world leaders, you know, Ike and even FDR, but he was, nobody was as good, I don't think, at, at speaking and, and throwing out there what needed to be said as Churchill. He really, he really had a way. Maybe Patton. But, uh, you know, we don't play Patton too much. I love Patton. Wouldn't have been for him. World War II would have went a lot longer. And even with him, it could have went a little bit longer because he wanted to take the Russians out as well. But today we, we have a little bit different sense of, you know, how people in world leader positions speak. And uh, I, I found a couple of interesting and funny little things for you. Maybe. Long gap. 
he can taste frustration. You gotta be frustrated. I know. I can taste it. Taste? Hit me again. Frustrated by high prices by gridlock in Congress. Okay, even stranger than that, the president thinks that inflation is a strength. Just listen to this. And I agree with what Chairman Powell said last week, that the number one threat is the strength, and that strength that we build is inflation. What? I have no idea what he means there. He actually said the number one threat is the strength, and that strength that we built is inflation. I don't, I, you can decipher that, send me a note. And when he's not making insanely incoherent statements, he's doing whatever this is. In the values reflected in the AANHPI, I, 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 I. We know every part by heart. <laughs> but at least the White House has one brilliant orator who can deliver rousing speeches that leave the audience inspired and informed. Take it away, Kamala. I know we have a number of students today as well. Can I, let's see all the students who are here. There you go. <laughs> So congratulations to you and your classmates on getting close to finishing up the school year. You made it. You made it. Oh, goodness me, cringeworthy stuff. Like we've said before, that's what happens when you order a president through the mail. Putin's invasion of Ukraine has driven up gas prices and food prices all over the world. 70% of the increase in prices in March came from Putin's price hike in gasoline. I'm doing everything within my power by executive orders to bring down the price and address the Putin price hike. To help deal with this Putin price hike, nations coming together to help deny Putin the ability to weaponize his energy resources against American families. Kiddo, I want you to just take a look, okay? You don't have to agree, but I want you to look in my eyes. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, we're going to end fossil fuel, and I am not going to cooperate with you, okay? Wonderful idea, Joe. First of all, it's all Putin's fault. Putin and his Putin price hike has cost you more at the pump. It's cost you more when you eat. It's cost your restaurants that you like to go to. I don't care if it's McDonald's or the Top Hat which is a high-end one up in Columbus, Ohio. I don't care where it's at, if they're even still there, because the COVID lockdowns wiped out a lot of our restaurants that we loved here and there. But Biden can't take credit for any of it. He can't say, well, you know, I sanctioned Russia. Everybody said it was a bad idea. Everybody's also said it's a bad idea to jump feet first in with Zelensky in Ukraine. Again, one of the most corrupt political organizations in the world, and there's a lot of them. Some of them, I don't really believe redemption is looking them in the face. And people will say, oh, well, Zelensky, he's Jewish, he's wonderful. That doesn't mean anything. And I'm not knocking Jews, Jewish people. I love them. I really do. I've, I've met some that are that are so so much fun to be around, and the the knowledge and the wisdom that they have. 
But when they get into politics, they become flaming retards, it seems like. Well, some, not all of them, okay? I'm gonna, you never say always, and you never say never uh, in, in good journalism or podcastism because you'll always be wrong because there's no absolutes there. There's never an always. There's never a never. There's always somebody that's going to fix that for you. Anyway, go on. One of the most corrupt political systems in the world, and it was funded by Biden. Well, was it really? Probably. But it was money that they funneled in that funneled back, that filled his pockets, filled Hunter Biden's pockets. A laptop has told us that over and over again. I haven't looked that deep into it because I can't stand that guy. But here's the thing, Hunter Biden's laptop. The There's a lot of other people who have done well, better than I could ever do. I don't have, I have ADHD when it comes to some of that stuff. I only look at it for so long. But here's the thing. We have spent trillions when it gets right down to it, probably, that have funneled into that country the size of whatever, Texas or whatever, and then back out to our politicians who, who have their pockets open while the dollar bills just roll right in, or their cryptocurrency or whatever that they're using to fund themselves. But I hear that's not all that fund-worthy these days. You know, the thing of it is, is Biden, Biden probably won't live long enough to, to see the justice that they're trying to put on Donald Trump with their January 6th bowl. Of all the things that he's done, I mean, he is, his health is not all that good, you can tell. His cognitive, he's not cognitive, he's not very good physically. He's just not well. He's almost 80. And that doesn't mean anything. There are a lot of people that are 80 and over who are in very good shape. But he's not one of them. If he actually worked as a president works, and I'll use you, I'll give you some examples. I'll give you some examples. Clinton. Um, Bush, number two. Obama. All of those guys did eight years as president. Now, Biden's never going to get that. But even after four years, you could start to see how they were getting a little bit thinner, a little bit more drawn, you know, uh, a lot more grayer. If you look at, uh, at Barack Obama today, he is gray all over. Eight years as president, when you do the job of a president, traveling, up all night, you know, even four four years for Trump, I think, probably put some years on him is... Uh, his uh, hair kind of went a little bit more white, which is probably a good thing. Act your age. Biden isn't really doing it. He's got a fake White House that he sits and plays in. You know, he's got Ron Klain that tells him what to do or tells everybody what to do. That's his, uh, what do you call that guy, chief of staff. And he's probably being told by Obama through the earwig that we've thrown out there a few times. This is what I want you to say. Have him say this. Make sure he says it. Don't let him get up there and try to ad-lib things because he's going to mess it all up. All they care about now is Green New Deals, Homosexual Month, 
while baby formula and food for you and I depleting as they we see production plants burning hit two of them in a year hit by a plane <laughs> how's that happen thousands of cattle just drop dead let's kill millions of chickens because of a, a supposed asian flu chicken thing on that pride month is what they're calling june i believe we've talked about it before uh, and I'll, I want to close, I guess, with what, what I'm going to say now. We need to be able to stand like these guys did. And they stand knowing that they could lose their position, and it's a very well-paid position. Five, uh, what is it, Miami or whatever, Devil Ray baseball players refused to wear the pride patches on their uniforms in any way. They, and they said, well, you can't do that. You have to do it. We're, we, you're under contract. They said, look, no, we're Christians. We don't hate anyone. First, I got to say that first and foremost, almost everything that goes on. You can't let them put the rhetoric out there. We don't hate them, but we're not going to support a month that is given over to homosexuality, and perversion. I applaud these five players. I don't have their names here. I should look them up and bring them to you the next time that we come together. But five guys who, you know, you're talking millions of dollars probably that they make a year. And they stood up and said, nope, we're not doing it. We're going to stand on our principles and our Christian values. Are you willing to do that? Have you ever done it? Time to do it is now. Till next time, Tom Richardson Removing Confusion Podcast. Never forget our corporate sponsor, Step on Socks. Steponsocks.com backslash removing confusion. Let them know you were there. Pick up a pair of those socks. They're really cool. Till next time, have a great day. Have a great weekend. Tom Richardson saying goodbye.